What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going? I am going very well, Connor. I'm delighted to be back in a time when there is movie news to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, this will actually be a week, I think, where we're catching up on some news, even. Uh, that yeah, be- because, of course, Shang-Chi review last week, kind of... Yeah. When, when we do a massive spoiler review, I mean, they're very good. I love doing spoiler reviews. It does mean we're behind on the homework for that previous week. <laughs> That's it. But we're sound lads and we always bring apples, so the teachers don't mind. <laughs> I think you speak for yourself. <laughs> the rest of us say nerd. <laughs> oh, no. Is that what they're saying behind my back? <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were saying boo words. I thought they were um, saying word, like a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, you're really good at spelling. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's word. Because <laughs> I'm a nerd. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, but, Sean, as I said, we kind of... we. I'm not going to say we took the week off last week, but we took the week off from movie news last week. And so that meant that a certain trailer for The Matrix dropped and is now, I would say, 10 days old, maybe 11 days old. Everybody's already talked about it. Puts us in a difficult position because I want to chat about the trailer, but now we look like idiots. And that's a position I'm used to being in, but at the same time, hurts me a little bit. Sean. That's true. See, we're all, but we're also at that point in like in the life cycle of a trailer where it's come out, we've had the initial reactions, mm. and now everyone on the internet is squeezing every bit of content that they can out of that trailer. So there's a lot of wild theories going around, Connor. So we, yeah. we can now take part in that right off the bat. We don't have to go into in-depth analysis. It can just be wild accusations. Yeah, we don't even, like, we can just skip all the actual, like, solid foundation of good chat about the trailer. I think we just go, we just take that for granted that you've heard somebody else talk about it more eloquently. And then we'll go into the batshit stuff early on. So, Sean, why does this movie shit? Go on. (laughs) Okay, well... (laughs) I mean, I just want to say about this trailer, first of all, it looks like Keanu Reeves just has that John Wick look now, right? Yeah, I I don't think it's really hard to see him as anybody else, which is weird because, like, culturally, The Matrix is a much bigger film than John Wick, but it's just, he's John Wick. Yeah, this is, this is like if John Wick met the original Matrix, which is not a bad combination, I will be if honest. Kill, if they kill his Matrix dog, they're fucked. It's game over. What if they kill the Matrix dog, but then a little dog jumps out of the, the tank and he's he's all hairless and weird? <laughs> and you're kind of like, look, he's still a good boy, but like, just... <laughs> give him a couple of months, he'll grow in. He'll grow in. Uh, I actually don't think he can have... I think all dogs and all animals in the Matrix are fake there's none in like the machine city for battery power do you have that on uh, written down with the wachowskis or i believe it's on a fan site that i read in 2012 pretty big pretty big news but breaking news right now (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys we had to do we had to do a shang chi trailer we never got to that particular piece of news (laughs) oh that's the linchpin for all of the theories that are out there um but this movie looks really cool uh, you got Keanu Reeves returning. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Neil Patrick Harris is a therapist. Yeah, so the, the trailer starts. This is the Matrix Resurrections, if yeah. anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, which would be weird. But um, it starts off, you've got um, Neil Patrick Harris, and he's a bit of a therapist. And he's having a chat with a guy called Thomas, who we know is definitely not Thomas, but he's ch- he's calling him Thomas. There's a cat there. And have you noticed the very cool things that his glasses are blue, everything in the room is blue, because, of course, he's the blue pill that is keeping him in the Matrix. That's it. And what's a, what a great fucking, like, twist that, not twist, but a great conceit that, oh, the therapist can prescribe people medication and the pills he prescribes Thomas Anderson are blue. 
which are the opposite of the pills that tell you about the Matrix. That would make sense. So, from from the very start, the idea that I've gotten, and this is this is wild speculation, but I'm sure a lot of people have already kind of covered it, is that, mm-hmm. of course, they want to... This is Neo back in the Matrix, and this is them trying to keep him there without, like, finding out. So... Um, the an interesting theory with, that I heard was that this is the seventh iteration of Neo within the Matrix, so he's just like become back into it after the truce. But then there's other people now saying that number two and three reloaded and revolutions never happened, and they're erased yeah. from canon. So that's the thing is that this is. I think it was on like a cinema's website or something like that saying it picks up after the events of the original Matrix. I don't know if that's just like after the original Matrix trilogy or what. But there's a couple of ways they could do with it. Number one is that the first 30 minutes of this movie are the same as the original Matrix, except he takes the blue pill. And then it fast forwards 25 years and it's this is what happens if Neo had taken the blue pill from Morpheus. Right, okay. Because the theory that I kind of got along was that this is him the the truth has happened and for mm-hmm. some reason we see him in the in the goo again at certain at some point during this trailer. Um so first and the, the machines are all like around his body as well. And so the, I got the impression that the truth worked. He's he's dead, and then they bring him back to life and put him back into the Matrix as like the seventh iteration of hi- of him, uh, because it's the, yeah. it's the Matrix. The Matrix was reloaded or rebooted, basically not reloaded or resurrections. <laughs> Re- <laughs> Resurrection, <laughs> um, and that's been going on. And then they put him back into it, and so mm. and that a weird thing about that is they also mentioned about Morpheus because of course this is. A different Morpe- Morbius or Morpheus, I should say. Um, Morbius is not in this film. I want to make that clear. Um, Sorry, just in pop culture in the last like year, there's we have Morbius, the living vampire. We have Morpheus <laughs> from the Matrix and Mobius from Loki. So tough. those names are all fucked together in my head. It's, it's tough to keep up, but yeah, Morpheus um, is being played by Yahya Abdul Mateen, um, and of course not being played by Mister Fishburne. Um, and so what's interesting about that is someone said maybe that's still Morpheus but the real one ended up in real life at the end okay bear with me right so three happens Mm -hmm. Morpheus is in real life he's out he's out of the matrix what if they couldn't get that Morpheus so when the matrix reboots it throws in an earlier version of Morpheus which is the one we see in this film possible like more like Morpheus as like the leader of the human resistance could have just like aged up and died, and this is like his like what at like how much time passed in the real world between you know as opposed to time in the Matrix. Yeah, we don't know. So it could be just like and his son also named Morpheus or something like that. Um, the. The thing I'm confused about is we saw look we saw Neo die at the end. Uh, Spoilers. Of, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> it, it was when did that movie come out? Or something. It was the tree, I think. But the, we see Neo die and get dragged into the Machine City. It's very possible he was revived <laughs> as like a gift to humanity. So like, here's your leader, but. The thing about, like, there's, in the Matrix, there's always uh, the one. There's always a one, which is, like, a formula that could never be resolved and it can bring about the destruction of the Matrix. And, you're yeah, you're right, Neo was the sixth one of those in the original trilogy. And so, I think after after he dies, his consciousness is uploaded in the Matrix that, like, it still exists in there. But he's like at peace, kind of a deal. Um, but I like it's the Matrix is full of rogue programs, so it's possible that Neo just got out, and now he's the one threatening the truce. I guess 
Because it wasn't the agreement at the end that, like, oh, humanity can live in peace. If they wake up from the Matrix, well and good, they can leave. They'll have yeah. that choice. But we need them for battery power. Like, that's the agreement that, that was reached. And I mean, yeah, but, like, that was never really going to work. <laughs> but, yes, that, that was the agreement that was reached at the end. And so maybe the machines went back on that. Or, I mean, Neo's back in it. As as is Trinity, um, because we see which is um, even wilder, by the way. So they put Bowden back in. Yeah, like as a, I guess like the code still existed in the Matrix, so they could be just programs without bodies in the real world. No, but I think that you see the two of them when it goes bad. You see two separate pods, and we see Keanu Reeves in one of them. And I'm, all, I'm assuming <laughs> that Carrie, like, she's but, in the other one. Okay, wild thought here. That's not their original bodies. Oh, for God's sake. They've grown right, new on. bodies. They've grown no, new human bodies that they can put Matrix consciousnesses into. The machines right. have done this, I guess, to infiltrate, yeah, human society. <laughs> right. Okay. I don't like, know. Like, yeah. This, it, it is all speculation at this point. Um, Trinity's the one that I find really... Like, that character had a, for want of a better word, a good death in the original trilogy. Like, she had done a bunch. She saved Neo in the end. And he went on That's to save to humanity. Yeah, she she set it up. Um, and then she's... Or no, an alley-oop. An alley- <laughs> Sport. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's, 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 I get they wanted to bring the character back, so they brought her back. I'm just... I really want to know how it happened, which I guess well, I is mean, what the movie's about. To be fair, a lot of this movie... and Look, this trailer has caused a whole host of questions. We're going ultra deep into this because... I mean, it's simple to just go, wow, the Matrix. <laughs> but yeah. we could go, what if it's a Matrix within a Matrix, okay? But it's a good point. Also, if they're getting rid of what two and three, then that kind of solves a lot of these issues, but also kind of confuses everybody just as a viewer. Yeah. Yeah, because... Th- I, but I feel like that would be... We wouldn't be questioning it if that was the case. Like, if if they were just discounting two and three, I think that would be announced, or there would be something in the trailer to show that they wouldn't, because that that would generate more talk than anything in terms of publicity. So the fact that it's left out makes me think, no, the, two and three happened, but I guess see, but this is the thing with the Matrix because it's a fucking computer program, so they can do whatever they want. And did you notice, man? You probably didn't notice, right? It was a bit subtle. But everyone's on their mobile phones. We're all attached to the machines, okay? The Are machines we the Matrix? Made the, the machines made the machines and we're on the machines to keep us trapped. That's the blue pill, man. The machines. Look what's on your phone. How we're talking. That's the blue pill. It's keeping us here. Can podcasts still happen? Yeah, maybe. Okay, <laughs> Can I get okay. them on my laptop? Yes. <laughs> okay yeah. then. <laughs> and and how does Patreon work into the whole Matrix's Ooh, bad um, thing? Well, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, <laughs> um, do you think this movie will be good, or do you think this movie will be fine? <laughs> I think this will be Matrix Reloaded. Good. So a few good seeds. But not amazing. No, I don't think it's going to hit, like, the success of The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, because that's never going to happen. It doesn't matter what go- happens. Never going to be bigger than the original film, no, I don't think. No, true. Uh, but I think it'll be... I think fans are really going to like it, is the thing. Like, I think it'll be... It's, it's more media in a world that hasn't gotten a lot of attention in the last few years. So people who like that world are going to be thrilled. And I think Keanu Reeves, he's just on a bit of a tour at the minute. Like he did Bill and Ted. He's doing this. He's just he's just making people happy. He doesn't mind. He's doing Speed 5? <laughs> Is he? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. 
but probably. And, oh, speed is next, though. It's, He's got to do speed next. But it's just going to be speed, but John Wick, though, right? But here's the thing. If he does speed, him and Sandy look the exact same. It's not going to be believable. You could That's just do true. just remake the first one. Actually, that would be interesting, but now they have to deal with, like... Because what, what, when did speed come out? Like, the 90s? Uh, okay, so Sandy... <laughs> Sandy... Uh, Sandra Bullock would have been younger. Maybe 94? I'm going to say 94. Right, 95. so you have to deal with, like, how buses were in 94 versus how they are in 2021. <laughs> There's more Shang-Chi now. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think yeah I actually think Shang-Chi did the best speed sequel we could have ever gotten <laughs> well let's not rule out cruise control Sean I mean let's not, not go that, mad not the worst I will say <laughs> um, we're going to move on to our next piece of news Sean um, I'm excited for Matrix by the way it's coming out this Christmas so we're probably going to get another trailer in probably the next month I would assume or probably I'd ne- say so. sorry in October November time October is next month, Connor. Oh my god, it is. Oh god. And no matter how time works. <laughs> yeah, we're all slowly edging towards that. Um, not, but not slowly. Um, so, <laughs> moving on to our next piece of news. We've got Indiana Jones 5, Sean. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. So, I, I know this excites you. you you're always saying to me, Connor, is this the week where we have more Indy 5 news? I do say that every week, but in a different tone of voice than you just put it in. It's What's like, the tone of voice? Connor, do we have more Indy 5 news? Do <laughs> don't, don't, don't make me do no, it, please. No, before you answer, just consider my feelings. <laughs> um, so, we know that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is going to be in Indiana Jones 5 with Harrison Ford, who is, of course, coming back. Um, yeah. Harrison Ford is now 79 years of age. So, I mean, looking well for his age, but he's he's probably sick of this shit, um, to be honest. Yeah. He's, yeah, he, he, he's certainly sick of Star Wars and its fans. So I can only he, assume Indy is next on the chopping block. He's the Murtaugh of the group. <laughs> he's getting too old for this shit, and I completely understand. Um, but what this also means is Kathleen Kennedy, who um, is involved in all of this, she is, she's got to start thinking ahead. And so the mm. rumours that are going around this week are concerning Indiana Jones 5, and they are stating, basically, that this fil- f- fifth film with Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Harrison Ford is going to be used as a setup for Miss Waller-Bridge to be taking over the Indiana Jones role. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, I think we might have floated that idea in the past, that like you hand it off to a successor kind of a thing. Um, have they used the word cinematic universe in this at all? Uh, I'm going to make the exact quote. Insiders claim Kathleen Kennedy, the Hollywood producer behind the franchise, is keen to make big, bold changes with few bigger than switching the lead character to a woman, Sean. A woman playing a lead character. (laughs) My goodness. And not only a woman, but acclaimed actor Phoebe Waller-Bridge. What has she done? (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Nothing of note. (laughs) <laughs> um, what are your what are your thoughts on the idea of this and why should it be actually Shia LaBeouf um, because I mean he's all set up Sean that's it canonically they're going to have to deal with Shia LaBeouf <laughs> the fallout canonically the fallout is going to be massive what if like it just opened on a grave and it was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and just like and Shia there La- you go Shia, LaBeouf char- Shia LaBeouf's character, Mutt Williams, Mutt Williams. <laughs> is dead. He's, he was killed in some kind of greaser-related violence. Uh, he, or like, he, what if he just went balls to the wall with it? Like, man, can't believe he tried to jump 17 school buses on that motorbike. <laughs> While cleaning like a relic. At the same time. And he landed it, but the heart attack afterwards, my gosh. Yeah, no. Everyone was so happy for him, and then the relic fell on his toe, and then he fell into the sharks. Oh, not the sharks. That's why they called him. No, because Indiana Jones just fell into a pit of snakes. Yeah. he fell into a pit of sharks. So he had a fear of sharks right up until he died, which was shortly after. (laughs) Sean, do you think that this franchise... I think, look, I have no issue with Phoebe Waller-Bridge taking over Indiana Jones. Yeah. I'm just going to state the fact of 
does she really want to? <laughs> because it's not really that great. I no, I don't think Indiana Jones the 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 concept is like the thrill that it once was. Um, like what the new, like I I kind of think like, and I hate to say this, but Sony's Uncharted movie might be the next form of heroic adventuring that they do not just a you know a 40 ish year old man vaguely punching some stereotypes <laughs> i did very similar to the james bond news that we had oh, Daniel craig yeah. will be replaced by a woman and look the idea of Daniel craig being replaced i'm sure he's delighted about <laughs> and he just wants to leave and that's fine i think um, he did a video during the week actually saying like thank you and goodbye to all of the cast and crew he's been and dying to release that video <laughs> i so like to imagine it was recorded before all of this <laughs> <laughs> it was recorded in 2018 <laughs> he hates yeah. everyone now um but like even that like if you're the next james bond regardless of gender or whatever I mean, it's kind of a poison chalice. Nobody really want, wants to watch James Bond anymore. So, Indiana Jones 5, you're following... He he already fought aliens. And I think that's the peak. I think he's peaked yeah. there. Um, and there's nothing you could do that's going to be quite as batshit as that. Hang on now. Because... The, presumably, this Indiana Jones will be set in the modern day or close to it. Depending yeah. on how that works out timeline-wise... Uh, maybe the 70s 70s something like that perfect all I need you know what was set around then Men in Black 3 now what do the Men in Black deal with they are galaxy defenders as we well know <laughs> they won't let you surrender uh, yeah so so okay mind wipe use the mind wipe erase yeah. everyone's knowledge of aliens For- but bring Phoebe Waller-Bridge in as you have to you have to wipe Jones's memory. You have to wipe Harrison Ford's memory of ever being Indiana Jones. Just erase all of his past. Because <laughs> I love the the alternative is that he just screams himself to sleep every night, thinking that he's met aliens. <laughs> but like but to be but that man it it's baffling that he continues to be a professor because he has seen a man's face get melted by the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. He drank from Christ's yeah. holy grail. He, sur- he survived a nuclear blast. He fought aliens. And then he's like, oh, fuck, better get home for Sunday night. <laughs> Have work tomorrow morning. Like, it's it's wild. It's absolutely wild um, what Indiana Jones has seen and experienced. So, like... I I I I, I kind of think like if Phoebe Waller Bridge took it over, she has to see equally batshit. Sh- yeah, like I think stuff. early on, I think we, no, do one of those where you tape her eyes wide open and like yeah. show her the tape of the aliens again. Do, yeah, just that scene where all the skulls are flying together and it becomes an <laughs> alien face at the end. Do you know I had the novelization of Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? You poor boy, you poor I poor boy. Read it cover to cover. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the biggest fan here so what I'm saying is Sean are we along the lines of as always why giving why are we giving women shit properties that nobody wants to watch anymore maybe just do a really cool movie with Phoebe Waller-Bridge and call it something else yeah maybe like does it need the Indiana Jones name behind it I don't think so um, now look, I suppose if you release that at Christmas that is a bit like it's a draw I think it's like oh yeah, it's the, the name recognition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what you'd be getting from it. But if the movie is good, it should be able to stand on its own. Yeah. Um. Look, I think Phoebe Waller Bridge, very talented human being. Give her all the movies. It's fine. Um. And but then I'm just like, also if they're setting this up and they're planning it, then I'm like Kathleen Kennedy. I don't trust that this will be done smoothly. Oh man, like I don't know. I feel she probably gets a bad rap. Like the. Disney makes a lot of money and they wouldn't yeah. have they wouldn't just put an idiot at the wheel you know no. what is this a government <laughs> <laughs> taking that a swing is, at all governments that's satire that is you that's won't satire. get that satire anywhere else no it's what you come here for is <laughs> what are they government officials nameless oh, oh, government yeah. officials <laughs> 
My God, lads. My God. Vague. You, Everyone, apply it to whoever you want. You come here for the views of two middle class white men, don't you? Don't you? <laughs> That's what the people tune in for. I like that you call me middle class like I can afford things. Oh, <laughs> <That's> no. <nice. laughs> the, uh, you can afford friendship. I can afford the low, low prices of our Patreon. <laughs> no, no we're moving you on. Um, there's a new. Get Connor into a new tax bracket. <laughs> Just tax him more because he's involved with that fucking podcast. <laughs> um, so it's called bullshit Sean... tax. <laughs> so, Sean, there's a little movie called The Batman that is going oh. to be coming out. Um, familiar. And something we're all very excited about. Um, and we all know that Matt Reeves, you're, uh, this week, in the last, I think it was yesterday, or maybe the day before, he uploaded a picture of um, them editing the film. And yeah. it was it was Robert Pattinson using his Batarang. Or not his Batarang. No. Um, his grappling gun. Batman holding a gun. But the correct kind of gun for once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In his other hand, you didn't see it. Bazooka. He has it bazooka. just down at the hip. Just down he, at the look. hip, just in case. Um, he's hip-firing bazookas. <laughs> he's very oh strong. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's got cheat codes. <laughs> but um, I'm not going to talk about that because it's just a picture and it's fine. Okay, cool. We He's using a grappling gun. Fantastic. Um, but what the news is this week is that there's going to be a TV spin-off of the Batman movie, Sean. Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh. We've had this story before, have we not? Because there was going to be a Gotham PD spin-off about the police department within Gotham, which I think was set before this film, something like that. Yeah, so this film is like year two of Batman, Yeah, kind of, and then this would have been during the kind of year one type stuff. And you pitched this to me, and I fell asleep, because (laughs) that sounds incredibly dull. Think of Gotham, but instead we find the police and they're like, oh God, Batman solves another crime. <laughs> Think of a regular incompetent police department. No, not Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the police department of Arrow in season one oh. and we follow Deb <laughs> instead of Arrow. <laughs> Captain Lance. You want another <laughs> Captain Lance, boys? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that idea is already being done. That's going on HBO Max. Whatever, cool. But there's also another yeah. spin-off happening, Sean. Because oh my god, there's the Gotham very... Fire Department, <laughs> the, the, the emergency services, everyone. Yeah. It's just um, ER. <laughs> George Clooney's back. He's coming back. Um, he's coming back. Oh, and he's secretly Batman the whole time. Oh shit! Oh, it's all connected. Um, Chris O'Donnell's there. He's like Hawaii Five ordered up. Um, but <laughs> the. The Batman is going to have a new spin-off about the Penguin, Sean. That is oh. right. The Penguin is getting its own spin-off series. Colin Farrell's the Penguin. The un- almost unrecognizable Colin Farrell's Penguin, yes, who if yeah. you have seen the trailer, he's the big he's the big fat guy who definitely doesn't look like Colin Farrell, but he is. <laughs> he is. He's had a he's had a few too many abracababras and yeah. now he looks like the Penguin. Is that um, Cadabra Universal or is that just Irish? No, it's just an Irish thing. But here's the thing. Good. Is that, okay, Abracadabra is like a kebab sh- fast food place in Ireland. Great name. That you, you only eat in while you're drunk. And it is yeah. a great name. Um, Colin Farrell uh, once talked about it on a talk show or something like that. Just gushing about the, the wonders that is Abracadabra. And they gave him like a loyalty card. Like, a, he can just get free abracababras whenever he wants. It's the only card of its kind in existence, and Colin Farrell no. is the one man to own it. I mean, that's a claim to fame. But also, yeah. nobody wants abracababra at, like, six o'clock in the day. Like, you're not oh, bringing no, the no, kids. No no. no, 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 no. You need you need a certain level of preloading before you go to abracababra. Which, to be honest, people in Ireland, about six o'clock in the day, that's kind yeah. of when we start getting into that. That's yeah. Just you have your 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 mid afternoon abracadabra. <laughs> then, then you have to have your nighttime one after another few. 
How prevalent do you think the penguin? Back on the subject, uh, how prevalent do you think the penguin will be in this series, or do you think it's a case that they can only <clears throat> afford Colin Farrell for like two episodes first um, and last? So first of all, I actually do think Colin Farrell would be in the Batman film for that long. Um, the rumors I heard was that like he's going to be only in it for a few scenes, maybe as a setup to this series. Um, right. And maybe that was the original deal: was that you'll appear in this to set up your character, and then we are going to bring you, branch you off in the HBO Max series, which is six or twelve episodes or whatever, and we're going to cover the Penguin. Um, I I do think he's probably locked in. I think if they signed him up, he probably signed up for even if it's only four episodes, but they signed him up yeah. for all four. Yeah, I get you. I get you, and that would that's. That's a nice draw, is to have, you know, and not not against like Jeffrey Wright, who would presumably be in the Gotham PD series, but you have like major Batman villain the Penguin, played by major actor Colin Farrell, and he's doing all of this HBO Max stuff. Hang on, I've just read something that has gone completely against everything we've just stated. Oh no. Oh God, we should read these stories beforehand. No, no, I I read all of it except for this one line that I just I just because I was reading it, just skimming. God, this all sounds be, great. It will be a Scarface style prequel, <laughs> and it's just those three little oh. words there somewhere in the middle of the article that imply to me they haven't stated Colin Farrell is or isn't playing, but if it's a prequel. Are they going to get rid of Farrell and bring in a younger actor? Maybe, but like because he's so heavily prosthetic, you could just have him be regular Colin Farrell for most of the series. You could. Also, a Scarface style would just imply to me they're just going to show him on the rise, like becoming yeah. a crime lord. Which, you know, not, 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 not terrible. Um, but, like... I'm not mad at it. I'd like usually I'd hear a prequel and I'd be like, "Oh, gross." But like I want to I I kind of am into like a penguin like kind of breaking bad kind of situation. Yeah, I could see although he might be my least interesting Batman villain to do this with. I mean, you could have like some really really like cool or interesting ideas even if you did like Bane Show yeah. Bane growing up. Yeah, give that to me. We've all seen The Dark Knight Rises, Connor. No, but, like, better. <laughs> better. Better. <laughs> there was but, a pit. Um, <laughs> or maybe, like, a Joker origin. Like, that. I think that'd do oh, really well. Who could maybe... play the Joker that well, though? Oh, um, walk the line. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> no, Johnny Cash won't do it. No, Johnny won't do it. Johnny won't do it. <laughs> um, Michael B. Jordan? Oh, could <laughs> I I do think origin stories for Batman villains they they sometimes aren't a good idea. Penguin's probably the easiest one you could do it with because Weirdly's the most grounded, I think. Yeah. He's the he's just he's grounded. You could boss. also do I think you could do one with like the Riddler as well, if you wanted. Um, yeah. Uh which I, I feel that we might get some of that in this movie though. Um, yeah. Because there's the like Hannibal Lecter style. The Riddler is in the film along with... I mean, I've heard the Court of Owls are also in this film. So they're just throwing them all in together. What about a Clayface prequel, Connor? All we want is a Clayface prequel. We have said, I think, episode one on this show. I I think, yeah, we were... I think when we were talking about this Batman movie... (laughs) Because when this was in rumours that this was going to happen, and we were like, oh, this is going to be mad. They should use Clayface... (laughs) Because it's this whole... Oh, I think there's a video, an old video on our Instagram talking about it. Because it's, yeah. like, it, it's like Bruce Wayne, you don't know who you are. And it's Clayface who can be anyone. Oh, it's, he's the best Batman villain, but he's so oh, underutilised. He's so, he's so good as a Batman villain for a young Batman who doesn't understand his own identity, but he's fighting multiple identities. That's oh, it. shit. And you have the scene where he has to punch himself in the face. Yeah, oh. he's going to turn it to himself. And he's like, oh, you'll have to punch me to win. And by this point, he's discovered that his father was involved in crimes, and then he morphs oh, into his father. Oh, oh his then he morphs into Joe Chill. Oh, and you'll have to shoot me to beat me. Oh. And then he doesn't. He doesn't shoot the man. He uses Somebody his write this film. Gun. 
This is so good. <laughs> I just want to manifest that happen. Clayface movie into, into reality. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever use Clayface. I just think he'll be like a minor character, but I'm all about Basil. Bring in Basil, Basil at some stage. He's actually really good in the Harley Quinn show as well. He's playing more for laughs, but he's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Um, so we're moving on to our next piece of news, Sean. And this is about... This is a sequel that you have non-stop, every day, texting me. Is there news? Is there news? Is there updates? I need to know. Right. Real steel? Se- n- not real steel. We've already oh. covered that. Um, oh. d- no. D- do you remember the movie Twins starring Ardy and Danny DeVito? Yeah. Wasn't there... A- Finish with the story. Continue. Well, I lo- that's what I'm saying, Sean. Non- your brain immediately, you- you're in love with this film. You've non-stop yeah. talked about it. It's about a 90s it. classic. Um, but... What the the plot is that you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger, you've got Danny DeVito, they're twins, and they get up the hijinks because what is big and what is small. Classic move, classic move, guys. Mm. Now, what happened recently is after thirty three years, the sequel to Twins is moving forward, Sean. Officially, with director and producer Ivan Reitman back on board with the original stars. Arnie and Danny DeVito set to come back but it's not going to be twins Sean because how do you up the stakes because this one is triplets triplets of course (laughs) of course it's triplets wasn't there talks of Eddie Murphy being the third triplet Eddie is out Eddie's out He's out. We talked about this on the radio. I remember yeah, we years did. and years yeah, ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, but Eddie is out to be replaced by Tracy Morgan, who will play the third and long-lost sibling to Schwarzenegger and DeVito's character, Sean. Um, <laughs> right. So, do you want another premise for triplets? Yes. Yes, I think I do. <laughs> So, so here's the thing, right? You've you're only going to cast apparently the only cast lads in this movie for some reason. Even though twins can be different genders, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. They've got they've got Danny DeVito. He's the small one. They've got Ardy. He's so big, right? Massive man. Massive man. How do you change it up? The third one has to be different because you can't go big or small, so medium size. But what differentiates him? Well, secretly, this is this is the premise of the movie that they have written. I Ivan Reitman, the director, <laughs> wrote this premise. Secretly, there was a third baby born, a black baby, who hasn't been in touch with his siblings. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know each other and very early in the movie they meet and it's how they achieve a bond together after all these years. It's really a film about framed family and no matter how different we all are, we all have to learn to get along. Okay. That's... Uh, that's issues. There's issues with that with that treatment, I, I would just, say. I just think, is there a better first line of any movie premise than secretly there was a third baby born, a black baby? <laughs> yeah. That's... <laughs> I'm surprised. That feels like it should have come out, though, like, two years after the original. Yeah, you know? like, if that came out in 94, it was like, it doesn't hold up at all, but, like, fucking back then, they were just green light and everything. The- They'll just throw anything at the wall. My issue with this, right, okay, and I've, and, and I've done some, and I know you can do amazing things with makeup and special effects and everything like that. Danny DeVito, 76 years old. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger, 74 years old. Yeah. Tracy Morgan, 52 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so offensive to Tracy. <laughs> Are really complimentary towards the other two, I guess. Oh, the other like, two are looking fantastic. Just, just look, and they're all fifty. They're all, all of them are fifty. Are all around general fifty? <laughs> like I just, what? How? What? Hmm? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think it's me to say Arnie can't pass for fifty. No, or Danny I don't DeVito. think so. I don't think that's harsh on them. They are seventy-six. We all remember de-aged Arnie from the Terminator Genesis, wasn't that it? That was Genesis, yeah. 
Yeah, didn't look didn't look great. I would say. Uh, now, Danny DeVito is is a wild one because I feel he could conceivably like look maybe sixties, but I think fifty. Like he was fifty during Matilda, maybe. Um. Yeah. So that would have been twenty six years ago. He was fifty. So it was ninety five. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he can look like 1995 Danny DeVito anymore. <laughs> no offence to Danny. No offence to the man, but like, it, but I'm just picturing him as Frank from Always Sunny. <laughs> yeah, I think there's too much water got under the bridge. We've seen <laughs> yeah. too much Always Sunny in da- between. Yeah, Danny DeVito, he's done too much, I think. <laughs> um, you also, the reason why this movie is happening is because... And also, I like this first line of, Twins was quite successful, but that quite is, that is working hard. That is a very hard-working quite. Um, <laughs> and some years later, Arnold had a chance meeting with Eddie Murphy. And the suggestion came from one of them. It was Eddie saying, I should be the triplet. That could be a very funny comedy. So they started the script writing with Eddie Murphy in a, in charge. He was involved with the script writing at the very beginning. Right. And it's only now that Eddie Murphy has said his schedule is now too is too full. He doesn't have time to film the film. So he's gotta they've gotta get somebody else in to play the role. Uh, okay, and Tracy Morgan is the next logical. Apparently. Shout. Apparently. Fair. Even Eddie. Eddie is 60 years old as well, which, like, that's, I, I feel that's easier to do. That's easier to blend the three of those men. Um, it, so Eddie's it, 60. So, yeah, he, he was 34 <laughs> when when uh, Danny was 50. Like, was he, are they, how, like, they must, there must be a stupid line, like, he was just, he was frozen for 10 years or something like that. <laughs> the demolition mandum. He's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's back to save the world. <laughs> Do you think this movie will one make money, two be good? I'm assuming the second one doesn't have a positive answer. Three is a good idea. Not at all. Uh, you can do not all. <laughs> this like I don't think reviving those kinds of movies works as well. Like. I was going to say we've all seen Zoolander 2, but none of us have. No one has seen that movie. Dumb and Dumber 2 did not do well. Um, The Matrix Resurrections, yet to be seen. Yeah. Uh, But even like they're talking about rebooting Wedding Crashers. This is something we talk about about once a month. Uh, Like, I just don't think those kinds of comedy movies need it or warrant it. Is probably a better term. I, I, I think the if say Dumb and Dumber, the second one, doesn't mm. make any money. I think every nineties comedy needs to stop and not make a sequel. Because Dumb and Dumber was seen as like, oh that's the nineties. That's that's peak nineties comedy. Yeah. You can like yeah, I mean it's ridiculous, it's stupid, but like Jim Carrey at his finest, whatever. When they bring that out in, what was that, like 2018, something like that, and that just gets padded as this is shit. This is then awful, they, guys. They, they have to work down the list, and to get to Twins, <laughs> it's quite a bit way down. Twins is 88 as well, I think. Is it? Oh my god. Yes. So it's an 80s comedy. <laughs> That's even better. Keep going back. Keep, keep going remaking. back. What's what's the earliest comedy? The earliest comedy, uh, who probably Shakespeare, uh, Citizen or Kane. Oh, <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> Citizen Kane is a comedy. <laughs> I thought it was a barrel of laughs. I really had a good time. Well, you do hate the upper class. That's true. I do. You do because I'm more upper than them. <laughs> Look at these um, guys. <laughs> please, please, Connor Lawler, uppest class. <laughs> Don't you have more than uppest class here? Do you? I mean, we can let you fly the plane if you want. <laughs> yeah, they're so confused. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Um, uh, but so yeah, Sean, we are going to be getting a triplets film with Tracy Morgan, who, if I was Tracy, I'd be offended about the casting. Not because of just the general thing that he should be offended about, 
just the idea of the film, but the fact that he's being played. <laughs> but That's the thing. This sorry to cut across you, but <laughs> this this whole film, like this whole fucking triplets movie, hinges on the fact that God, isn't it funny that the third one is black? <laughs> That's somebody the joke. forgot. Somebody just forgot the baby. Just left it. Just yeah. Oh, it's. But that is, that's a funny joke, though, because, oh, like... 88, I mean, that would have killed. Yeah, like, the first act, you, <laughs> la- have, you have a laugh over, like, the small and the tall. And then, yeah. like, second act, you got to bring in, wow, isn't it funny that baby's black and the other two are white. And then the third one, you got to bring in something about, I don't know, somebody Just has to... a woman. <laughs> a woman, or, oh, <laughs> they might bring in something about, like, maybe one of them isn't interested sexually in the similar people that the other two are interested in. My and that God. could lead to hijinks. I don't want to say it, that but that's fucking comedy. That's, that's true. <laughs> Actually, comedy. If, if post-credit scenes were a thing in 88, absolutely you'd get to the end of the credits. There'd be a knock at the door. They'd open it. Eddie Murphy would be there. And he'd shout, hello, brothers. And then he'd hug them. And then it would, they'd look at each other over Eddie Murphy's shoulders from behind. Yeah. And then it would cut to black. The audience goes wild. Oh, man. And that's like Beverly Hills cop, Eddie. Like, he, he's taking yeah. that paycheck. Oh, yeah. He's going straight to the bank with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just think this is the best idea for a movie ever. And definitely won't bomb. Guys, I just keep... I'd say put $70 million behind this. I think this could do real well. I'd go 80. I'd go 80 I'd, myself. I'd do 150. A $1 billion movie. The first $1 billion movie. Do it for this one. Someone's going to do that at some point. Maybe due to inflation. But maybe due to Avatar 4 being Probably Avatar expensive. 4. Probably Avatar 4. So, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news, and this one follows very closely along to the last conversation. We've oh. got another remake in the work, Sean, for the Thank 1992 God. classic starring Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston. Is it Waterworld? The Bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Of all the fucking movies. Like, what's the point? <laughs> I'm just trying to ruin your day. It's literally this it. Is a, this is an episode, like, bookended by all right news, but the middle of the book is shit. So, yeah. what's the point of remaking iconic film The Bodyguard? Which has already so, been like... Oh, what, go, what's the what's the plot of The Bodyguard, Sean? Let's, what, can you, what can you remember? Not it's much, probably in the name, honest. to be fair. Yeah, there's a bodyguard situation. You know Ke- Kevin Costner, he's hired to defend Whitney Houston. And he's like, I'm going to be your new bodyguard. And then they fall in love. And it's lovely. And it's, yeah. what a film. And he's carrying her. And it's it's real romantic. And everyone was real into it in and 1992. That song? What was that yeah. song? Um, it was Whitney's song. <laughs> it was Whitney's song. Oh, fuck me. We're bad at this. We're really bad. Hang on. Hang She's on. had a few classics. Uh, I will always love you, of course. And How did we forget with that? I, I, I will yeah. always love the bodyguard. Yeah. Because here's the thing, though, right? Is it not going to be just really hollow and shit, this remake? It seems like you could just copy and paste that response and put it in most responses to all of these remakes. That's it. I'm building up a word bank so I no longer have to talk during Monday Movie Mondays. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, so, so the soundtrack alone for the film sold over 45 million copies to become the best-selling movie soundtrack of all time. See, that means, that's great. That's class. But ha- you can't have that. You don't get that in 2021. It's going to no. be like s- most streamed or most fucking duets done on TikTok. It also won the Grammy for yeah. Album of the Year. And it was on the movie. The movie album like it's just it's it's very good uh but wh- what do you gain like t- the reason they're remaking the bodyguard is because it's so iconic but is it not reason enough to not remake it the fact that it's iconic i mean 
True, but at the same time, money. Have you ever thought about money, though? I guess. I How have. do we make more of it? So what do we do? We bring back movies people like from ages ago, like, and just, just copy and paste. Just put different people in, same plot, don't really change it. It's fine. So now the question becomes, who do you do? Who do you bring in? Who's going to play the lead roles? And by the way, the one that they've... One, somebody said Channing Tatum and Cardi B. And somebody else said Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson. I guess. Um, I think Lizos came up and said she wanted her and Chris Evans. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, because I think you need a singer, definitely. Um, yeah, I think Tessa Thompson is amazing, but I think you need a singer. Tom Holland and Zendaya. Fucking hell! That was just sitting there. It was, was just there, ready to go. Just sit. They're already doing middle movies. They kind of like each other, as far as we can tell. Damn, um, not to get into drama. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> not to become like Hello World magazine. <laughs> but I think they're evolved. Um, the only issue is that the bodyguard, played by Kevin Costner, is meant mm. to play like a retired former Secret Service agent who has become a bodyguard. So Tom Holland's not old enough to even buy drink, I can only assume, around the world. Um, he's, it's going to be tough for him to come across as like this trained SAS or CIA agent. Well, well, what you could do, he's, he's, he was accused of a crime he didn't commit. Now he travels the world as a soldier of fortune. If there's no one else you can call, you can contact the H-team. And then it's just him and his brothers just over a hill or something. And his brother's Michael B. Jordan. And everyone's like, why don't you just get him to do it? He's like, no, no, I'm the team leader. Okay, I know we cast Michael B. Jordan and everything, but I believe yeah. him as like, you know, a soldier who's come back from war and has had trouble finding work since. Yeah, like, but if I you don't bring think him he needs in, ex CIA or anything like that. But if you bring Michael B. Jordan in and you break up the Tom Holland's a day of vibe that you're going with, that's true. Um, but you could replace it with Michael B. Jordan. And like, the only thing coming to mind is Michael B. Jordan and an anime girl. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter who you cast We're gonna watch it I would Oh if, you, oh, if that movie was made That's all we need It's gonna um, be Michael B. Jordan and you And it's I will always love you we'll Keep playing there. over the top <laughs> You're being carried by Michael Down the plane but It's like a J-pop version of I will always oh, love yeah, you Oh yeah it's, pr- it's proper done up by J-pop <laughs> um, Oh man like I I I, th- I think I might have shot myself in the foot because if Tom Holland and Zendaya are in a remake of The Bodyguard, I'm watching that shit. I don't care. Yeah, I I think I would. So we're saying terrible idea unless they do that one idea that we think is good. Yeah, it's like the the only way I'll watch uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame live action adaptation if is, is if Charles Dance is Frollo. Like, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to Google who's the new Kevin Costner and see if anything comes up. Who's the new... Like, who... What? How is that going to be a question? Who's the new who, Kevin Costner? Yeah, who in Hollywood, who is the new Kevin Costner? I don't know if there is an equivalent of Kevin Costner in Hollywood these days. Tom uh, Holland? No. <laughs> the, the, the results are in, and it's... Tom Holland. No, it's, I, it's it not. doesn't give me anything. It doesn't give me no, anything at all. Nobody's ever searched that other than Kevin Costner. <laughs> who do I need to kill <laughs> so Sean we have actually run out of time talking nonsense about other things so Shit. we actually have two stories left and what I'm going to say to you is you get a choice oh, so we can either talk Christopher Nolan or we can talk the Hawkeye trailer oh can I and, we can uh, dis- uh. and the other one we miss we can come back to next week but I feel like the Hawkeye trailer we can come back to next week <laughs> Okay, well then let's do the Hawkeye trailer. I've decided independent of everyone. Yes, yes. good. Let's do this. <laughs> That's how votes work. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Hawkeye released a trailer. There's, of course, a series going to be coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, it stars everyone's favourite Avenger. He is going to be in it. Um, he's the big deal. 
He's big man Jeremy Redder. He's coming fresh off his app and he's coming in hot. Um, mm. Sean, this trailer came out. What are your thoughts on the newest MCU edition? It's, 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 it's this weird, like, family Christmas vibe that they're trying to do. Oh, I'm so sad. I'm gl- so glad you said that because that was the first thing I was gonna say. <laughs> like, what is this? Like, because it's it, it seems, and I've been seeing some sources report this that like Hawkeye's done with Avengering at this point. But then, as always happens, his past catches up with him, and now he's because of all the Ron, all the killing of Yakuza that he did. Uh, now we've in, only seen that in a one thirty second scene, so we're gonna have to probably fill in the blanks ourselves. But will we though? Like no, we won't. Yeah. We'll just see that one scene again. <laughs> yeah, because that's all they shot and that's all they have. Um, but it seems someone else is now acting as Ronin, the Yakuza killer, and who who would it be? But Haley Steinfeld, you know. Who, and she is playing someone called Kat Bishop. Have you heard of her? No, I've heard of Kate Bishop, though, which ah, is how you correctly sorry. say it. I do uh, apologise. So who is Kate Bishop, Sean? She is Hawkeye in the comics. She takes over the mantle. Um, when he's technically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, like, because Hawkeye... I, if I remember correctly, when it, she he becomes Ronan in the comic books, she becomes Hawkeye... And then he comes back, and then he's known as Hawk Guy, I think, for a while in the comic Something run. Something like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole thing. Basically, they're the best archers in Marvel. Um, they have perfect aim. They never really miss a shot. Uh, until they do. Until they the only, do. Only shot that Jeremy Renner's ever missed is that haircut. That's the only one. Oh, it's, it's one of the best. <laughs> one of the best haircuts in Marvel. <laughs> um, the, 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 the thing about this movie, though is Hawkeye's like he's he's written like John McClane which is oh no not like Die Hard 5 John McClane I maybe but also a bit of Die Hard 1 John McClane like he's he's having like Molotov cocktails thrown through a window at him and he's just casually having a conversation with his wife uh, I feel She's like he's not he doesn't hide the Avenger stuff from her, so he could just say, I have to go and hang up. Like surely that but but he promised her he'd be back for Christmas. Yeah, Which, it's it's very Christmassy. He's gotta be back for Christmas. And then there's people going around and he has to go on this mission to find out who's this copycat that's going around as Ronan killing people. Um yeah. the idea is that Florence Pugh is going to be in this series. Uh, she's coming across from Black Widow. And at the yeah. end of that movie, she was given Clint Barton as her next target to kill. So, as far as we know, the plot is that Florence Pugh is after Clint Barton and she's going to try and kill Hawkeye. But at the same time, he's meeting up with Kate Bishop, who's like, also pretending to be him. <laughs> so, he's like, he's like now training her to be the next him, but he's also being chased at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, two things one D'Onofrio is also rumoured to be in this oh heavy uh, rumours heavy rumours like like Andrew Garfield in Spider-Man level of rumours mm. um, and do you think do you think Hawkeye is dead at the end of this series I think Jeremy Renner wants him to be dead um, I think maybe big heroic save death I mean we should have gotten Age of Ultron we didn't it's yeah this guy maybe this guy's a cockroach he can't be killed like Natasha gave her life up maybe he's just like the only one who's just immortal that's that's the thing I think because Natasha sacrificed herself it'd be really fucking shitty to just kill Hawkeye off in the 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 next next outing yeah so you could just have a thing where he loses both arms and he can't use his both arms and he becomes razor fist (laughs) uh did you hear the news? Sorry, I know we're tight on time, but did you hear the news that they uh, did a re- interview with Razor Fist, the actor, and he was like, "Oh yeah, Shang Chi too. We're gonna go into Razor Fist's past." And I was like, "Yes, <laughs> Razor Fist." More Razor Fist content, please. Um, but I think I think Hawkeye is gonna like go off in the sunset with his family. 
I think that's that's how it's going to happen. Um, there's also uh, two things. One is that um, a hero called or a villain called Echo is involved in this. Um, a Marvel character called Echo who is deaf, and she's very similar to like Taskmaster that she can mimic any movements that oh, she very sees. Good. Um, but at the same time, we also see uh, Clint has a hearing aid in. So yeah. Very clear. I mean, unless it's like a speaker or he's like talking to someone, but it could easily be there's an explosion in this and he just goes deaf for a little bit. Well, he got exploded in Endgame. Oh, he did. He, he did. He was right next to the like missile that hit the earth. <laughs> and so you could just say he's deaf. Oh, uh, yeah. Just his eardrums got blown out. Like, I think that's. Honestly, they should all be deaf at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone but Tor should be deaf. Yeah, and like maybe the Hulk could get away with it because of healing and things like that. But mm. most of those people should be deaf based on the amount of explosions and hits to the head that they take. Yeah, um, no, that, but it'd be point. nice. It'd be nice to see, like that, because Hawkeye in the comics is canonically and always deaf. Um, he wears hearing aids and things like that. Um, it'd be nice to see that. Kind of a shame it might be in his last outing that we see it, but at least like they made the effort there. I'm dying for them to do um, the thing that Batman Beyond did in an episode where you have a villain who's all involved in sound. You should have a scene, hopefully near the end, where Clint Barton is being either chased or he's chasing somebody, but he's, he's lost the hearing aids and you just get rid of all the sound on the screen. So oh, we just have beautiful. him moving and there's just no sound whatsoever and you're dead with him because I just think they did that in a Saturday morning cartoon for kids and I was like, oh, that's a really cool cinematic technique to get yeah. across what's going on. They should definitely do it here as well. That would be so... And then it shows just like how good he is even without, you know, even having lost that particular sense. Like he just has everything else around him to compensate. Yeah. Um, I, I, do you think this will be good or will it just be family friendly fun that nobody has to watch I think it'll be about as good as um, Falcon Winter Soldier I think maybe slightly less but I think it's more skippable but both Florence Pugh is involved in it and her character everyone seems to like so I think yeah. people will tune in for that I, yeah I think there, like, there'll, there'll be a really big marketing push around her yeah, you'd be mad not to. Like, I mean, her Yelena, like, she was the big part coming out of Black Widow. Yeah, which was great because she's like the successor character. So I get, and then it it might be more of a because we have like Kate Bishop. You could do her in like Avengers or Thunderbolts or some kind of Young Avengers type thing. You could set that up as well if you wanted to. There's also a a bit with the Captain America musical. Um, and there's a Loki involved, so there's a Loki variant already yeah. on screen in this show. Yeah, so good, good to know. Yeah, there's like a, a... I hope that's a full episode, by the way, recapping everything that's happened. I don't know if you watched Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, uh, I haven't. Right, there's an episode right at the end, like before the big final battle, and it's called The Ember Island Players, and they just go to a play... And it recounts all of their adventures up to that point. <laughs> Dead right, like, it's like um, so good. like in wrestling, you do the pre- you do the like little video the beforehand, the promo yeah. for the rivalry. You're like, oh man, I really want to see these people fight now. I know what's all, what's happened. Just like the Marvel universe summarized in a play, I think would be unreal. <laughs> so Sean that is it for this week's Movie Mondays um, we do have to bring it to an end feels like we could have a chat for like way longer this week just having chats just having chats as friends what's your favourite uh, date night idea oh um, I, I'd be a good fre- fan of just murder with a bit of sprinkle of robbery I was going to say let's watch Hawkeye <laughs> 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 all right <laughs> one of us is more successful than the other different uh, vibes um, different Sean vibes. could you take us out please I can and I will thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays we will be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday Friday with Hero or Zero and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays 
Big thanks to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast. Link to that in the description. Big shout outs go to Please Get Vaccinated, Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Black Canary and Zatanna. I like to imagine that's someone addressing the Justice League and telling them to get vaccinated. Yeah, uh, I think so too. I think please although, get vaccinated. I, I think Batman would like <laughs> Superman. You can't get the needle through his skin. Batman, he's all about. He would design the vaccine. I think that's uh, would help from Cyborg, obviously. Of course. Um, uh, thanks also to Kira Lawler, David Clark, Ed Ball, Joe King Shark, do 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 King Shark, do 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 King Shark, do 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 King Shark, Bernie. Yeah, good stuff. Ryan. Sorry, Roisin, Shrodoshin, Halley, Ryan Wright, Time, Evanson, Sean, Heroes Don't Do That, Jameson, Dominic, Josiah, Florida, Gal Green, Anna, Go Ducks, Helmroos, Lil Dicky, one was so beautiful you just wanted to punch his face, the other had a kick-ass mullet McGrew, uh, the story <laughs> cool. continues, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be the beautiful one in that story, you can have the kick-ass mullet. Thank um, you, rocket thanks it. All, thanks also to Danny McLaughlin, Ray, I wonder if the next one will be Spider-Man Home and Away, Luke Hoth. I can't believe Wanda did this. And Sammy DeLucia. Thank you all so, so much for the continued support. Really, really appreciate it. You help keep the show going every week. And if you want to support the show in other ways, we do have a merch store linked below. Also is all of our socials. Uh, Twitter is at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast or Detective Divilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast, but the most important way you can ever help out the show is by telling one human being that we exist. Guys, just the one, seriously, right? I'm not fucking kidding around. Just the if fucking get, one. If there's any more recommendations, he's he's oh, going to make quadruplets, I, uh, guys. I'm he's gonna sick make of good reviews. Good reviews, <laughs> ratings, and Patreon subscribers. Do you know what it really show, Connor, now, is if you left a like on whatever podcast platform you're listening on, that would wow. really just drive it home. <laughs> It's a weird promo. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I think that's about it, Connor. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have been Sean. And we shall see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.